We continue with the October celebrations and awarenesses. We confront the demons raised by the Kavanaugh confirmation, and we talk about the Obama inheritance for Great Books Week. All this and more on The Leftscape. This is Robin Renee, and you are listening to The Leftscape, The Shape of Progressive Conversation. Hi, I'm Wendy Sheridan. Hi, I'm Mary McGinley. And uh, we are in October. It's October 10th today. So we're into week two of the monthiest month. The monthiest month. <laughs> because there's so many things that are happening, month things that are happening. Uh, and some of them are... Uh, we gave you some of them last week. We're giving you some more this week, and we'll keep going until we run out <laughs> of the month. Um, we, it's Global Diversity Awareness Month. It's also National Apple Month, Chili Month, Cookie Month, and American Cheese Month. Mm. <laughs> Does anybody like American cheese? Actually, I do, yeah. <laughs> but it has to be the white one, not the orange one. I, I, it has to be cheese and not cheese food product. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good thing. And yet you have cheese whiz in your refrigerator right now. That's even cheese. Is that That's a cheese food product. It is not. <laughs> it is. I refuse to believe that. I refuse to believe that. Um, another thing that we're doing today, we are actually all physically in the same room. Uh, Yay! So you'll notice the acoustics sound a little different, but yes. it's. I like this. It's not. We're not talking on a phone and having Skype die on us in the middle of recording. It is good to see everybody. <laughs> yeah. Too, so. Yeah, and me with my broken ankle, I could still wheel myself in here and <laughs> get to see my friends. That's good. So um, it's also, this week is Great Books Week, uh, and I'm going to talk about a book that I think is great later. Um, mm -hmm. It's International Postcard Week. Oh, cool. Mental Illness Awareness Week. Midwifery Week. Oh, good. Is Work midwifery from... or midwifery? I... Midwifery, I think. Okay. Yeah. I will pronounce things the way... Um, what am I going to say? Uh, I don't know. I was going to say something obnoxious, but it's not coming to me. So. Okay. okay. <laughs> like, don't don't correct my pronunciations anymore. It's like... No. No. no okay. We'll just I'm going to make this don't correct my pronunciation week. <laughs> <laughs> it's also work from home week, uh, and, which I do every week. And Mystery Series Week, so I, mm. I want to give a shout out to all my friends who write mysteries. Um, so, write more mysteries. Yeah, <laughs> and read them too. Mm -hmm. um, okay, it's, I'm also, am I doing the days too? I think or so. some of them. Uh, it's also Bring Your Teddy Bear to Work or School Day. That sounds like oh. a good one. National I Stop Bullying Day. So I will say, stop bullying in the most bullying voice that I know, because <laughs> that's how I roll. Uh, it's Emergency Nurses Day, Cake Decorating Day, uh, World Mental Health Day. Hmm. That's right. And it is also uh, October 11th, tomorrow, is National Coming Out Day. 
Yes. And that is, um, that's a really cool time. I love, you know people have a lot of festivals and outdoor things, and it came originally, uh, believe was founded in 1988 as the first anniversary of the big National Lesbian Gay March on Washington in okay. 87. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, very cool. Hmm. Okay, and it's also birthdays today. That's what I'm doing, oh, is okay. birthdays. So if you're poking at me, then I should do no, the birthdays. I was poking at the, the, this. Oh, oh, on this day. Oh, right. So, <laughs> sorry. On this day, we, uh, in 1967, outer, the Outer Space Treaty is enforced. And in uh, 1964, we have the Tokyo Summer Olympics which began uh, on this day. And also, 1970, the nation of Fiji became independent from the UK. Hmm. I remember the Tokyo Olympics. There was a movie made about that. It took place in... They make movies about a lot of the Olympics. (laughs) But Outer Space Treaty, is this a treaty with... It's it's a treaty with uh, many nations that I believe... They everyone agreed not to militarize space. Oh, like like Trump wants to do right now. I don't know I don't, with his space. Force. I don't know what <laughs> that is, but but militarizing space would be. I guess it would be like what Reagan wanted to do with Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Orbiting yeah. space platforms to be able to, to satellites shoot, to shoot things. shoot things on the planet or throw big rocks down and or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what that space treaty is. We need a space junk trash collector. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> that would be a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah. Oh, there's birthdays today. There's birthdays of Dale Einhart Jr. and Nora Roberts. Harold Pinter. Let's make a pause for Harold Pinter. And Thelonious Monk and Giuseppe Verdi, who wrote many operas I have sung. And Mario Lopez. Okay. Nice. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <sighs> so we're recording this on September 30th. And that is actually going to inform our main topic. But uh, the, news, the news cycle is still um, full of Kavanaugh. And I'm... Probably, I'm going to say that this is all probably going to be resolved before this airs in one way or another. Um, I don't want to really predict how it's going to be resolved, but I think it's going to be resolved by the 10th of October. Yeah, well, I mean, I know that the FBI investigation is considered limited, quote unquote, so I don't know what that means. Yeah, me neither. Um, limited in time and limited in scope. That's oh. what, yeah. Oh, I, so they're not looking into his financials. Uh, I don't know. know. Oh, and then just, I live under the flight path to Newark Airport, so you will you will hear more airplanes going overhead as the day progresses. Um, yeah, I really wanted them to examine his financials because yeah. it's just, it looks too suspicious. Yeah, yeah. How he can owe so much money and then suddenly not owe money? Well, or how he can how, how he, he can, can spend live. more than he earns on yes. a consistent basis. Yes. It, it's suspicious. Um, 
but you would think that his performance at the at his at the the last hearing um, that just happened two days ago, three eight, four days ago was Thursday. I have no time. No, no. It's been sense one, of time. It really has been one big blur of news. Yeah, but I mean, so his I his hissy fit that he had in front of the Judiciary Committee kind of in. In my mind, that kind of would disqualify yeah. anyone. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, you know, even if they're arguing, saying, oh, the sexual allegations, they did not happen. This is just all made up. This is all a con job. They're all saying that. But still, you've got him having this hissy fit and showing how remarkably unjudged like he is. He's partisan. He's He's not calm he doesn't it's yeah it's He's not sober sober like a judge you know <laughs> that's the thing you want a judge to be even level-headed looking at all sides of an argument and i mean he makes judge judy look calm yes <laughs> yes and that's pretty good so and and then and the other argument that i really have too is that he's lied under testimony under uh, oath you know he's lied so it's a dishonest thing to do. He's he's forsworn himself. I feel like um, I feel like I want to say that you know I didn't support his likely uh, votes, like the things that he would probably support on the Supreme Court to begin with. So I just want to separate my unhappiness with him <laughs> as a as a as who I think how he I think he would rule on things, especially Roe, you know. Um, with also this, these allegations are a separate thing and I'm not, I'm not, I think people are, have been making the, um, inference that people on the left are like, oh, we're just going to grasp at anything. And I'm like, no, this is a really serious thing. Yeah. And yeah. I think, you know, um, all these allegations are, and, and also I agree with you, Mary, that <laughs> his telling of, of obvious lies that actually make me laugh. But I really, something's wrong if, if someone says, like, oh, what does it mean if you were in the Ralphing Club? Mm-hmm. And he says, oh, oh, that just meant I had a weak stomach. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> if, you're, if you're also, like, the, whatever was it, the head of the keg, 50 kegs or bust. 100, I thought. 100, 100 was it? Some, some yeah. ridiculous amount and, of kegs. And you're in the Ralphing Club. Like, I, we're not stupid. We understand what this means. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah, some of us went to college. Some of us understand this shit. Yeah, yeah. so... To, to hedge on those things, um, yeah, it's a pretty sad showing. As I, as I wrote on my Facebook uh, timeline a few days ago that someone else really liked, I'll throw that quote out here, he's throwing more, he's, I'm seeing more red flags about him than I, you would see at a May Day parade in the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Good comparison. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. See, see. Well, you, you know what, though, I have to say that um, I am still help, hopeful no matter what way it turns out because there is the capacity to impeach a judge. We're relying a lot on the impeachment around here right yeah. now. But yeah, but, and that's, that would be for cause in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it wouldn't have to be a cause. Mm-hmm. Next week, The Leftscape will feature an interview with singer-songwriter Rory Kelly. Rory has been compared to Joni Mitchell for her personal, sometimes confessional songwriting style, and also to Alanis Morissette and Janis Joplin for her powerhouse vocals. 
Her recordings include Wish Upon a Bottle Cap, Rising, 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 and Sincerely Live. Last time Rory and I were on a bill together, it was in October of 2016 at the White House Bisexual Community Briefing, which feels like a very, very long time ago, and it definitely was a very different White House. Um, So she is fired up and she's inspiring others, and especially women, to be all of themselves, to not back down, and to use their creative platform to speak out on politics and on all the important issues of our world. So we are very happy to bring this conversation with Rory Kelly to you next week in episode 20. So because of all of the the 24-7 Kavanaugh show that's been going on for the last few weeks, um, it's dredged up. I think in certainly among me and and my my circle of friends, and I think pretty much every everyone that's had any kind of sexual harassment or assault in their lives, this news cycle has has dredged up stuff that I mean that has uh, have people haven't been thinking about for a long, long time. And it's made it made everybody's lives kind of shitty for the last few weeks. I don't know that I that that I want to talk about you know the specific things that have happened to me, um, and I, and I certainly don't want to ask or pressure anybody else into sharing that if they're they're not comfortable doing that. But it's it's been really really hard to deal with. Um, it's like blanket forts aren't even working. I, I mm. for example, in the last two weeks, I have gained four pounds. Wow. Because I'm, I'm stress eating. Can I ask a question? Yeah. How, how is this different from the me too thing for you? It's just like, different. Why is it making it, you feel so much worse? Well, me too has been going on for over a year, right? Yeah. Just about a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and me too was more um i guess it was workplace mm-hmm. and it was kind of confined to the workplace mm-hmm. so i wasn't thinking about oh shit this these guys did this stupid shit to me when i was nine you know mm-hmm. that's how i figured this out because there was I, I'll, I'll share this one this because this isn't this isn't really and it, and it's one of these you know why i didn't report that's it's that hashtag uh-huh. that uh-huh. really started it because you know, there's things that happen to you during the course of your life that isn't really actionable, mm-hmm. you know, on a, on a legal standpoint. Mm-hmm. However, it falls under the umbrella of sexual harassment. So when I was nine, um, you know, I was nine. I was flat chested. I looked exactly, you know, until you take pants off, you couldn't tell if I was a boy or a girl, you know. Um, and... And, and, you know, maybe it was a stupid thing to do, but I, I, it's like, it's like, I look the same as you. Here, look, see, I don't have tits. So I'm like this flat-chested little thing, and, and all of a sudden these guys, I flash them my chest because it came up in a conversation or they asked me to, and then they said to me, uh, well, now we're going to tie you to a tree and take your clothes off. And I freaked out, and I hopped on my bicycle, and I was riding away, and they were chasing me on my bicycle, and I didn't know where to go. I went to my girlfriend's house. And I hung out there while they were riding up and down the street in front of her house until they went away. And it was, 
you know, kind of a terrifying experience at the time in some way. And in some other way, I think it kind of plays into, you know, my kinks now. So, um, yeah, it's it's all part of, like, weird things that happen while you're growing up and it turns you into whatever you are as an adult. But, uh, you know, that's kind of sexual harassment, maybe? I don't know. Is it, this is this thing well, you think about. What it, it sounds like to me is that it, it was like, you were playing around in a, in a fun and innocent way and that it got turned into like okay now now I've now that I've seen you in this way that means we have the right to do X. yeah and that's a thing that a lot of men carry with them yeah well, well, well if you were wearing a short skirt then yeah. you're fair game or if you were topless mm-hmm. then yeah yeah, yeah okay you, you just gave us permission to do and the idea of tying you up that the restraint that's the scary thing yeah that's very Cause, scary. Uh, who knows? You know, because uh, it's like my brain, like for the for years later, and then I like stopped thinking about it until, I you know, I probably thought about it in some way or another until my twenties, and then it's like, you know, for so for forty years I haven't really mm-hmm. thought about it. Mm. Um, you know, but but it's like so that, and I kind of went back to like that's kind of the first thing that happened, and and it's like, and then I started playing through my life and all these other little stupid things. Later and I and I have a list of names now. I remember mm. everybody's names. Mm. And and then I and then I was like, let me see what they're doing now. Like you know, like the one guy who was really very uh, forward to me in college. Um, and and uh, you know, and I looked him up, and he's you know some big important fucking executive somewhere. Not the plane, um, but yeah. So and and I think this kind of um, walk through memory lane has been going on with pretty much every woman in this country mm-hmm. right now. And we're all like, you see those posts. It's like you know, you're the women you know are you know, like one one straw left from exploding, you know and. I was very, very upset on Thursday and Friday. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I wound up posting a couple things on Facebook, like why I didn't report. Um, I don't know. I just felt really compelled to share. And I did what you did, Wendy. I actually started thinking of the... You know, I've had various incidences happen to me of varying degrees. Um over the years and there was the worst one happened in college um and i looked him up Mm. i wanted to know where this guy was and he at least by the internet it says it says he's somewhere in that town still wow so that kind of freaked me out because i could pass through i don't i i it hadn't occurred to me in years that i might actually run into this guy Mm. I just hadn't thought about it. Wow. Mm. And I just got really um, weirded out. Because part of me thinks he doesn't, he ne- he didn't fully understand what he did wrong. I think that's a lot of the guys think yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's where the problem is, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, it's, it's the patriarchy. Um, it's because you, know, you and I are of us well we're all of an age but I, Robin's younger than us um, 
But it was, you know, in the, growing up in the 60s, it's, women were responsible for everything that happened to them. Because mm-hmm. we must have been doing something wrong. We must mm-hmm. have been hanging out in the wrong place. We were in the wrong... Dressed oh, the wrong way. Dressed the wrong way. Or, you know, flirting too much or drinking too much or, you know, and, and it was our fault. Mm-hmm. That's when I, re- I just dawned on me today, actually, that... I can remember my dad saying, you know, don't get drunk. Someone will, t- will take advantage of you. You know, and, I, and I'm sure he was just looking out for me, you mm-hmm. know. But I'm thinking, did he tell my brother, like, oh, by the way, when you go out tonight, don't rape anybody. Or if you see a woman that's drunk, that's fair game. Yeah, yeah. Don't, yeah, don't well, take advantage of somebody who's drunk. Like, does he, did he... Well, that kind of, that kind of, you know, if you see somebody who's drunk, don't take advantage of her. Um, I, you know, I don't know if you've read those articles that are uh, deconstructing um, like Sixteen Candles, the movie Sixteen oh, Candles, yeah. and mm-hmm. or Revenge of the Nerds, which, which have, which basically somebody gets raped in those books, in mm-hmm. those movies, and, and it's because it's a drunk girl who's passed out. And they have sex with her, and it's a it's the it's a that joke. Was the it's the punchline. Yeah, and that was yeah. rape. And you know, so I can't I can't watch. It's like there's this whole list of movies I can't watch anymore. It's like yeah. Molly Ringwald was just on um, yeah. radio talking about that and how she sees them differently now, and she sees what she appreciates in those movies, and also sees the problems in them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, because I was I I was I I identify well, I still identify as a nerd. Um, you know, so when I remember when Revenge of the Nerds came out and, and I loved the movie and didn't think twice about the other, the weird, you know, the rapey shit that happened in it. I guess it, it's important that we have this national conversation. I, I think that the two sides, if there are two sides in this, are talking past each other, which is kind of sad because, like, abortion rights are tied intimately mm-hmm. with you know bodily autonomy and and people being able to make their own decisions about what goes on in their bodies mm. and and the fact that we've got this guy who for some unknown reason the you know McConnell is like has this boner for getting this guy on the bench and it's got to be well I guess in one way, I guess he wants to appeal to his base by getting Roe v. Wade repealed. But I think their larger agenda is, you know, to to increase the corporate personhood at the expense of the workers. You know, I think and, and those kind of things, because I believe, you know, Kavanaugh has always has always voted in favor of the company when yeah. there's ever whenever there's a company and, a, and an employee lawsuit mm-hmm. in his his earlier in his current standing as a as a he jurist stopped the workers from unionizing at Trump's casino. Oh, okay, that's oh that's why he got oh, nominated. I, yeah. I didn't realize there yeah. was a, pred, a quid pro quo going mm-hmm. on there. Well, also because he believes that. The, President, a sitting president can't be indicted. I think that's the major oh, thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> See that? Yeah. So that's a little topical. Yeah, but yeah. I, and why? Yeah, but why is McConnell like so? McConnell was not actually not. At, McConnell was not actually in favor of him 
in the first place. Well, but the president the, was. But he's but the he, one who's saying, well, he's going to get, we're going to push well, this now through. that he has, because like, he wants to get somebody. Mm-hmm. But I, I remember that originally when, when the president picked him, McConnell was saying, pick somebody else, because there was just too much baggage. So, oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. So. But I think um, Dr. Blasey Ford really moved people. Um, her, just her expression and, and the story she told really moved me in a way, and I think it's helping people process things. It's sort of sparked mm-hmm. something. Um, one of the things that I've been hearing about and I'm seeing you know, online and elsewhere is that a lot of people are telling folks they never talk to about, about things that happened to them. Wow. And mm-hmm. that's, um, that's changing a lot of things. I listened to um, the podcast with friends like these, mm-hmm. and there was a former Republican operative who's now a never-Trumper person, and he was talking about, he was really audibly shaken because he was hearing from people, and his inbox was filled with women's stories that he had no idea. And, you know, and so it's sort of, you can hear his evolution of um, going from, like, being, like, a really staunch Republican to realizing that, you know, still having a lot of those beliefs, but thinking Trump is an asshole, to really reevaluating a lot of what they're doing now to push something forward where, and to ignore something that's as hugely problematic as this is. And it was really, um, I think it's, this is, whatever happens with Kavanaugh, this is creating change. I mean, between people hearing things that they never heard and working through that and people who have been assaulted, um, remembering things and maybe going through the painful experience of of processing stuff that needs to be processed. You know, Mm -hmm. I I feel like I'm going through another wave of, working through shit that happened to me which mm-hmm. isn't fun at all but it's no. but it's it's necessary yeah i think too when i'm trying to think of comparing how how we're feeling from this as opposed to how we're feeling from from the me too bringing up so many um thoughts of things that happened in the past um the it, the situation of this is different in that there's this political thing going on the 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 bringing up of somebody getting nominated to the Supreme Court that it's with all that's going on it's showing women that they don't count that that this woman at at the elevator talking to senator flake and saying look me in the face and and tell me that my feelings don't count that what happened to me doesn't count and he couldn't look at her in her face and it's it's really hitting home that the republicans hate women why do they hate women so much that that's what it boils down in my mind for why do they hate women so much well to me it's it's working with the model of patriarchy and not questioning that, just that being the background of what is... It's the status quo. It's the status Mm -hmm. quo, right. Mm -hmm. And they don't want to change the status quo because it's to their advantage. Mm -hmm. And And I think to people who aren't even thinking about it politically, it's just what seems 
to be the natural normal thing. Right. That um, here's this, to their mind, upstanding person who votes the way they like. And all of a sudden here comes people talking about him to have, to having done other things and that are, they might agree are not good, but they won't really entertain it because it's, oh, well, it was 35 years ago and 32 years ago, whatever. And it's easy, it's easily dismissed because those issues are not seen as, as relevant, I think. And I think this, the, the reason this hurts for me is that it's like, okay, assault doesn't matter. If someone did it a long time ago, it doesn't matter. If it was just a party thing, it's no big deal. And then this person is also, you know, trying to prevent and delay a young woman from getting an abortion when she feels like that's important for her. And then this, and he would likely turn overturn Roe v. Wade as well. So it's like none of your shit matters. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. what it's feeling like across the the, the line. And that's I, that's another thing that it felt like insult to injury. Yeah, analysis. and it 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 pains me greatly that a lot of these guys are not up for re-election this year because hmm. McConnell I think was up for re-election in 2016 and 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 I don't think Grassley's up or or what's his name Graham Lindsey Graham mm-hmm. really? these guys are older than the hills we got to get them out <laughs> but, well they they couldn't get them out in 2016 mm. Yeah. You know, because they have so much money behind them. John Stewart was really <laughs> Coke brothers. Yeah, well, that's those are the things that that the Supreme Court needs to revisit. Like the the um, I forget the name of the act, the one Citizens United. Mm-hmm. You know that when when com- when corporations were allowed. It, it, political speech yeah you know um that was kind of step one or maybe it was step 21 you know because they there's people who've been working on this shit for 40 years and and they you know and i guess the us we liberals were thinking oh we're you know we're making progress we've had we had Barack Obama in the White House. We have gay marriage now. We have these things that so we've maybe been letting our guard down. Is that what this is about? And and I think a lot of it is just being unaware of the whole alternative news media. Because I was, I mean, I was nominally aware, obviously, of Fox News and Breitbart and some of the other things that really have an alternative na- narrative of what's going on. I didn't realize how almost foolproof it it was becoming Mm. so that when real things come out about people that are important and people need to know if it's in the new york times new york times someone who really is completely encapsulated in that news realm will just say oh well that's not real well i mean you know it's not even i didn't know that that was happening there was a there was and I don't remember when this happened either, but there was a, a relaxing of the rules of what is considered news mm-hmm. and, and what uh, broadcasters, this had to do, um, I think this was the FCC thing, because like mm-hmm. back when there were only four channels, mm-hmm. you know, before in the days before cable. Three. When dinosaurs watched TV? Yes, when dinosaurs <laughs> watched TV. Um, you know, it was, it was there, there had to be a certain number of hours 
of the broadcast day that were devoted to news, mm-hmm. and the news had to be news. It couldn't be uh, infotainment or whatever it is yeah. they're calling. It yeah. couldn't be opinion. Yeah. And and they they chipped away at that. Yeah. Which let Fox turn into the thing. Yeah. Well, Fox has registered itself as entertainment, not as news. Well, they shouldn't be is. able to put, put news in the in their name. Yeah. And I was really hoping that when Disney bought Fox, that they would shut Fox News down, but they didn't. That wasn't part of the sale. Mm-hmm. Murdoch kept that. Yeah. Hmm. So I am going to take all of this as um, as an opportunity to heal, because I'm remembering being treated in ways and spoken to in ways that said to me, there are things about you that make you fundamentally not okay. And that's what the assault that happened to me really said. And um, that's not true. No. And I still need to work through those feelings. So that's how I'm going to use this whole time frame and experience. Hey, I'm Robin Renee. You can find me online at robinrenee.com. You can find my music on iTunes, CD Baby, Pandora, Spotify, and elsewhere around the web. Uh, if you want to look me up on Facebook, I'm there at facebook.com slash robinreneefan. Uh, Twitter is at spiritrocksexy. You can follow me on Instagram at Music. And I will be performing at Canal Fest, the Delaware and Raritan Canal Festival, on October 13th. And the festival is at 1 Market Street in Somerset, New Jersey. There's going to be music all day long from 11 a.m. till 5. And I will be on the Sunrise solo stage at around 2 o'clock. So check my website for more details. And you can search for this event and RSVP on Facebook. And there's lots more information there. Hope to see you. The Leftscape is sponsored by Harlequin and Other Fantasies, a meditative coloring book for grown-ups. Over 30 original illustrations to color. Printed on 80-pound cover stock paper to avoid bleed-through with alcohol-based markers like Sharpies. Spiral-bound to lay flat when open. Printed on one side so you can frame your masterpiece without sacrificing another drawing. Subjects include animals, people, mandalas, steampunk, Celtic knotwork, and so much more. Use Leftscape at checkout to get free shipping. See the Leftscape website for details. Purchase Harlequin and other fantasies from wendycards.com. So, on a less sad <laughs> note, um, as part of, uh, what is this, uh, Great Books Week? Is that what I said? Great Books Week. Great yes. Books Week, yes. As, as part of a Great Books Week, I am, uh, and also, uh, the uh, why is this awesome? Uh, I'm in the middle of reading a great and awesome book called The Obama Inheritance, 15 Stories of Conspiracy Noir. And it's, 
It's it an, is fiction. It's an anthology of fiction. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. And um, as I mentioned a few weeks ago, when I when I was reading Fear, I had to put Fear down and then read a short story out of this book to kind of um, get my brain back to normal. You said cleanse your palate. Yes, a palate mm-hmm. cleanser, yes. <laughs> um, and uh, one of the reasons that I found out about this book is because my... Uh, I'm, I'm also involved in the Progressive Nerds Network, which is a new website and clearinghouse of accurate information of interest to progressives. Uh, and one of the other people working on this project with me, and, and I think there's about 20 people, I think, right now working on around there working on this in various capacities. I'm, uh, I'm the art director, and uh, which I, I like having that title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been doing art director stuff, I guess, for a long time, but I never had that title before, mm-hmm. so now I can put that on my resume. Yet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, the author, Nisi Shawl, is part of our, uh, our team. She's an editor there, and she also contributes stuff there. And she has a story in this book, which I absolutely love. Uh, this her story is called uh, Evens, and uh, it has to do with the cloning of certain Supreme Court justices. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> so wait, who's Gary Phillips? Uh, he's the editor. editor. So these are a collection of stories written by different people. Yes, in, I can. In, I can. I tell you, it's. Uh, and they, they give you the bios in the back of all of the authors quickly. Um, uh, Walter Mosley, Nisi Shaw, Robert Silverberg, Kate Flora, Christopher Chambers, Lise McLennan, McClendon, sorry, Desiree Zamorano, I. Scott Jose, Danny Gardner, Eric Beatner, Andrew Netti, I hope I'm pronouncing your name right, sir. Uh, Anthony Neal Smith, Travis Richardson, and Adam Lance Garcia. Um, and book list, there's a quote on the cover, says, Pulp Fiction for the Post-Obama Era. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the basic theme is that what? That they all have to do with conspiracy conspiracy theories. Uh, well, like conspiracies that we've heard about that people like yeah. the theories and then they yeah, extrapolate yeah, yeah. There's, from that. There's a lizard person story in there. <laughs> uh, the very first story in there is about um, that was my computer telling me I have something to update. Thank you, uh, thank you, Windows. Um, <laughs> the uh, the first story in there is about. Uh, this sort of super team with Michelle Obama and a couple of other women going around doing things that are questionable, but for a good cause. Oh, uh, <laughs> the, the ends justifies the means. No, it's sort of like this super team kind of thing. It's awesome. Uh, and there, there's a little scene uh, where they need to sneak in somewhere and this, this old woman just appears because old women are invisible and that's her superpower. Ah, that's ah, very true. I want that superpower. Oh, you'll get it. Don't worry. You'll get it. I, I can't that not have blue hair. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> blue hair makes you visible. Um, and and uh, the story I read this morning was not funny. Uh, it was actually kind of depressing. It was, it was sort of taking a, a path from now to somewhere, maybe two generations from now, um, 
into a very dark place where Trump never Trump had th- three terms and then it became like some weird authoritarian state and everyone's living in Trump towers. I don't think I need to. Read no, that. you don't want to read that one's not a happy story. That one's not a happy story at all. Uh, it was really good, but it was really kind of like ew. Yeah, it sounds like it really mixes it up though. With oh, it does. It does. Science sci-fi. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the lizard, the lizard man story was pretty gross, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but it was funny. So, where can people find this book? Uh, at bookstores, I guess. Yeah. I got it on Amazon. Amazon. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's published by Three Rooms Press. Uh, Three Rooms Press dot com. Uh, the ISBN number is. I'm not. That's okay. Tell us the title again. The Obama Inheritance. 15 Stories of Conspiracy Noir. Um, and on the cover, it says, Featuring Femme Fatales, Fake News Bots, and Lizard Men. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awesome. It is. It is. It's very good. Uh, and I read another story where um, they were looking for Snowden for some reason, and there were... Uh, Albanians speaking with thick Russian accents and they were just very I just when I was reading the dialogue I could hear I hear in the accent mm-hmm. of, of like Russian. Boris and Natasha yeah it was very funny um, so that's my awesome book for book week sounds awesome you've been listening to the Leftscape podcast find us online at leftscape.com on Twitter at Leftscape and on Facebook at Leftscape. The Leftscape, the shape of progressive conversation. New episodes every Wednesday. Wednesday.